When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Welcome to the Tom Bernard Show. Are we still the family? The family. We're the oh, family. We're the family. Sorry. <laughs> Catherine Brandt here. Tom's out screaming at somebody in the hallway uh, on the phone, and I'm here with... Ellie Nick. Alex Bernard Rasmussen. And Andy Brandt Bernard. We'll be right back. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw and Bryant. So what's the latest? The well, latest is we're representing people who are injured through no fault of their own. Uh, people come to us, we talk to them about what their rights are. We talk to them about things that, you know, adjusters would call them up and ask them about. And we represent people in order to get them justice for the injured. And have been for a long time. Very, very successful, no question. I, I, you know, I do meet a lot of your clients. They come up to me on the street and whatever, and they talk about this, that, or the other thing. And they both say... Why do you guys hang out with Doug Sprinthal? <laughs> and I just had no answer. For <laughs> he just looks away, you big baby. In any case, that's the whole deal. So people, they got any problem whatsoever, personal injury or other legal problems, whatever, they just reach out to Brad, Sean, Bryant. Yeah, Joe and I have both been president of the trial lawyers for the state. So we talk to people about all sorts of issues. The consultation is always free, and that's what we do. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean, Bryant. Tom here for my friends at Walzer Automotive Group with some exciting news. Walzer is rolling out Walzer Care on new and most used cars they sell in Minnesota. Well, Walzer Care is a powertrain warranty with coverage for 10 years or 150,000 miles. Powertrain coverage is like major medical coverage for your car. Engines, transmissions, all the really expensive stuff is covered. In addition, Walzer Care includes 24-hour roadside assistance. Lock your keys in your car, run out of gas, have a flat tire. Guess what? Walzer has your back. The best thing about Walzer Care, it's free with purchase. That's right, I said free. So, if you're shopping for a new or used Subaru, Honda, Nissan, Mazda, Toyota, Buick, GMC, Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, Ram, Hyundai, or Chevrolet, see my friends at Walzer and get Walzer Care for free. Boy, I like the song. Groovy. Reminds me Groovy. of my youth. <laughs> Rolling Stones. It's a shame there's, their world tour is, I think, uh, probably permanently canceled. I think everything's canceled for a while. Anyway, welcome back to The Family. <laughs> I'm here with Nick, Alex, and Andy. Uh, so Nick's out in the country now, away yep. from the Andy city. Andy came by this weekend. Yeah. I heard that. Yeah, he had a good time. Nice. Last, uh, great. Just about a week ago, yeah. Got to see the tree that was planted in his honor when he was born. The cherry tree and the plum tree. Yep, they're yep. still there. Cherry tree, plum tree. Plum tree. Yeah, they're both doing we never got well. any anything because there were so many birds nope. that flew through that river valley. I got a couple river plums. Valley. A couple yeah, cherries. Yeah, but, but both, I of those, much. both of those trees are flourishing, though. Yeah. Are they? Yeah. 
Oh. Well, they've well, actually there's... grown taller than these kids. I know all those oh, trees. Yeah. <laughs> I remember oh God, yeah, that little tiny—they're all huge. That now. little linden tree was a stick. That's uh, all well, over there's the no, back. There's no trees balcony. that are sticks anymore. We just planted. Yeah. We just planted four new oak trees along the driveway. Well, that's what you know. Thirty years of tree yeah. growth. Did you know do. that Andy came out to the farm this weekend? No. Yeah. I told you, didn't I? He, no, to- he you told didn't. me. Well, he didn't tell me. Oh, well, I didn't well, tell no one you. tells you anything. Nobody tells me anything. <laughs> Apparently not. <laughs> Apparently, several people up and down the hallway heard a conversation I just had. That's with somebody. I, Dave, was I uh, lying when I told you that he was screaming at yeah, somebody on the phone? I shouldn't have told you before the oh, podcast. No. But you brought it up, so I just... You know. Agitator! No, I am not an agitator. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I am having a real difficult problem because... And it's, it's across the board. You tell people to do something. Now tell them, not ask them to do something. I thought, you got to do this because you're the only one who can get it done. And then they don't do it. Well, you know? I, I always said it because I genuinely felt bad for the station. Like, I really did. I'm like, oh, this is terrible. Well, yeah, dead air is the worst like, thing I, the station I felt, can Like, have. I felt bad. I felt like, oh, my God, this is terrible. That's why I texted you the first time. I texted you, like, yeah. but, it, but it happens. It's, it's yeah, because it they're going anymore. from local to national. Well, that should just be pressing a couple of buttons, right? That's all it is. It is, but I mean, to be fair, well, not to be fair because a board op should know how to operate a board, but if you showed the average person this, they would be completely lost. Even though technically everything is pretty well labeled. Yeah, it's pretty much just opening a pots and mics. And and people are going to see all these knobs and they're going to freak out because they're like, okay, which of these knobs, you know. That's what. The answer is none of them. You basically never touch them, but people don't know that. Right. Anyway. Here's the deal, basically, to explain to listeners what I'm talking about is I tried to handle a situation and uh, we got it handled, but we only (laughs) got got it handled handled. (laughs) while I'm on the phone with someone else, not Shelly, someone else. They snapped at me. Because Shelly was really nice. You don't ever want to snap at me. No. And that's not a good idea <laughs> at all. I can snap at you. That it's... anger thing gets yeah, then going yell at me really me. fast. Yeah. When, you're, when I'm trying to tell you you do your job properly and how to do it, and I'm being very pleasant about it, and then you go, well, that's not the way I see it. That's what you think. If I were to oh. make one guess, would I get it right? No, I don't want you to guess it on the I'm air. I'm not going to. I'm just not saying. on the air. Would my guess be right, do yes. you think? Okay. Shelly's a very nice lady, though. Yeah, Shelly is very nice. She's pleasant. At first, she and I butted heads quite a bit. But then, yeah, I and, remember. What? Then, uh, you butt heads with management? Never happened. That never happened. It's a rare event. No, but I want, I want you to let, let you know. I, I was always saying it because I felt bad. No. It like, I was like, oh my fit. God, this is terrible. Like, if you know. Steve Gorman knew that, he would have a fit. And it looks bad on him. Yeah, yeah, there's no doubt about it. It either happens right when he, before he, the last song KQ plays and then his show starts, or after he does his intro. It goes blank. And the intro is live or recorded? It's all recorded, I believe. So there you go. Yeah, yeah. they can. They know yeah. how to play the recording, but they don't know how to load the new yeah. material. But it, it's bad. You know. Nice teaching. Well, it's because of COVID-19. Yeah, you can go in in a hazmat suit and fix it. Well, dead air on a st- radio station is never good. <clears throat> no. Never, ever good. There should Well, there should be a backup system where, you know, after two minutes of dead air, it just automatically plays something. It doesn't matter And then, what. of course, once when I, when, I thought it could be my stereo the other night because it was so long. So I posted as, hey, can anybody else get KQ? And, of course, you got all the KQ haters come on and like... <laughs> Who the hell oh, listens to KQ? Yeah. 
Uh, everybody over the age of 35 that has any money, yeah. I will tell you that. I was going to say a lot. I mean, just about speaking, everybody I know. Speaking of dead air, well, I, I don't know why this brings it up. What was that blackout thing yesterday? It was a I, fake I could, movement. No, it wasn't. I guess it was to show solidarity with... I saw all kinds of different stuff posted it online. Was, it so was I hard wasn't though because sure. it was like some people. It's like okay, so the whole Blackout Tuesday thing was the intention behind it was is that white people are, were just like and just people in general were just going to stop posting their stuff for a day. Like no pictures of my dog, no pictures oh, of my lunch, day. no picture oh, okay. for just Tuesday, and then people like black people and um, you know. Corporation, not corporations. What am I trying to come up with? Yes, corporations. Not corporations. Fo- foundations. Foundations never shut the hell up. Foundations and stuff like that, and charities never shut up. And charities that are um, doing things to help. Yeah. What's going on? They would post so you weren't clogging up your people's news feed with pictures of your dog and pictures of your lunch, so they could see things that could actually help what's going on. But then people works? were but then they were complaining about how everybody was posting a black square because you posted the black square in order to show solidarity, but then oh everything God. was just black squares. Yeah. It wasn't you weren't getting information. Saw, it was actually, pushing everything. I saw some white squares. Oh my god. Did, did you really I, white squares? Yeah. yeah Cuz uh, somebody I know was watching TV and they actually had a black square over the content that, that was running. Yeah, so I don't I posted know a black I posted a black square at first because I was like, oh, show solidarity, like, yeah. Sure. And then I ended up posting, it was something that was like, don't do the hashtag Black Lives Matter on your black square because then that pushes all of the content on social media to just black squares, not information about what's going on. I just on. don't post anything. Yeah. It's confusing. I've been on social media for seven and a half years. Oh. Post a picture of Daisy every two months. I'm actually sharing a lot of good at like places to donate to. Like, there's a birth center in North Minneapolis that had to shut down because of the riots, and they need money to. There rent. any riots in North Minneapolis? There were <laughs> no. There were places that were bro- not riots, but I mean, there were places that their windows were North shattered. Minneapolis. Was, in North Minneapolis? Yeah, there were the a couple places of North in North Minneapolis. Minneapolis. Is boarded up. Got, they, they, yeah. well, I know that. they had machine gun fire there last night. In North Minneapolis. And this is a birth center, so they shut their doors yeah, for now. Yeah. And so, But they're do, they're using hotel rooms, and so they need money to rent hotel rooms. So it's like that. There's a child care center that got smashed and burned on Cedar. Like all these places that need money and are great places to donate. And so oh, I'm sharing that type of information. Millions and millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars of damage. Oh, yeah. I hopped in the car after the morning show, had to run over to Byerly's, and I went to the one over in Golden Valley, right? All boarded up. You can go in, you can shop, but every window is covered with plywood. You see downtown, man. That is a really oh, weird I'll go downtown look. and see yeah. everything board up and see National Guard on every corner. You think you're in a different country. I understand, but this is becoming a different country because all our politicians, our news media, and who else? There's one other. Politicians, news media, and... Academia, yeah. yeah. They, all they do They're is lie. Horrible. That's all they do is lie, 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 lie. Pretty like they much. said that, that that Trump tear gassed those people to get them out of there so he could never happen. Didn't happen. No. There was some smoke, but it wasn't yeah, tear gas. Smoke bombs. Yeah, sorry. I, I, why do they lie like that? It's well, the, not true. The hatred is so deep. 
for Trump. Why would you waste your life on hating anybody that much? You're ruining your own life with that kind of hatred. They don't understand. It doesn't even matter who's in that office. No, it doesn't matter at all. It's a figurehead. ain't going to do shit. Exactly. (laughs) Nothing's going to change no matter who's in the office. Ebb and flow, man. Nothing against Barack Obama, but remember when he said, if you like your doctor, you can keep him. He he knew you couldn't keep him, but he had no power to change it. It's all bullshit. It's It's all all lies. Did you know that... Democrat, Republican, all of them. Even presidential vetoes don't actually really do a whole lot. No, they don't. Because the Supreme Court can just undo oh, the yeah, veto. Yeah, undo it. Yeah. The, the president has no absolute power. The Supreme Court can undo pretty much anything, or the uh, Senate or the House, or, you know, it depends on who. Speaking speaking of power, I think they're going to strip Jacob Fry of his power. I think he's done better. No, 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 but yep. I think, I think what's, this is what I think is going on right now behind the scenes when it, from rumors and people that I know in city mm-hmm. council are talking. So, you know, the city, the police department's being sued. Yes, by the city. No, by the government for the city for civil rights violations. I thought it was the city government, though. No. I think it's the Which state government? government. State. Oh, it's the state government. Yeah. Okay. So they're suing them for civil liberties violations. So what's ha- going to happen now, the city council is going to put the police department in the receivership. Oh, Jesus. File for bankruptcy. Oh, Take the power away from Jacob Fry. That is his only power. Mayor yeah, Ma- is, Minneapolis yeah. is a weak mayoral government. The only power the mayor has is control of the police department. Period. He can't make law. He can't make policy. He can't do anything That's except a great job with that. Except so run the police department. That is his sole job. They're going to take that away from him, and they're going to totally gut the police department because yep. our city council is very far left. Oh, ex- oh, ex- oh yeah, as left as you can get. Absolutely. Yeah. No there might be one it. little bit moderate Lisa Goodman left in there, but I don't know if she'll get another term next time. Yeah, Lisa Goodman's about the only moderate in there, isn't she? And she's a she's left, left moderate. A left moderate, yeah. yeah. Officer Dave says, thank you, Tom, for identifying the problem correctly for once. For what? Did no. he say for once? He didn't say for once. Oh, and he throws in for once. A quick aside before we go to break to mostly Officer Dave, but pretty much everyone else, too, the texts in. We don't have the ability to text back. So if you want something uh, addressed, then you you know pose a question to Tom or whatever, I'll read it. But yeah, you, if you pose a question directly to me through the text, I can't do anything about that because Skype is Skype. greedy, horrible. Yeah, it is. We but it's also break. the only thing that's uh, that works on this thing, so hey. We'll be back. Tom Bernard here, and with me is the CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski. Tell me, Michael, I was reading on your website that one of your bankers has worked with a customer for more than 30 years. It's a long time for any business relationship. Is that common? Not only 30 years, but two generations. Our great client, Northland Fastening Systems. 30 years is definitely not common for a lot of bankers, but Brad has developed a relationship with that trusted customer that has allowed them to show steady growth every year they've been together. Building the relationship of trust is what we do best. It allows us to make quick deals that benefit them and all of our business customers. The cool thing is that it gives us a chance to be more than your banker, hopefully a partner, and maybe even a friend. I have never liked you, by the way. Why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience? Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Thanks, friend. And you are? <laughs> Real nice. Chuck Nabla. <laughs> Chuck Nabla. 2020 never looks so good. Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. With 2020 upon us, it's time to ditch the contacts and pitch the glasses 
Take it from me. It's one of the best things you can do for yourself in the new year. I've never looked back from having LASIK myself. And with Dr. Whiting's unsurpassed experience, you can trust you're amongst the best in the business. Call 855-554-2020 or visit whitingclinic.com online to schedule your free LASIK consultation. The great people at Whiting Clinic will take fantastic care of you, just like they did for me. Call 855-554-2020 or visit whitingclinic.com online to schedule your free LASIK consultation. Imagine 2020 or better in 2020. And let 2020 be your best year yet with LASIK at Whiting Clinic. LASIK results may vary. Talk to your Whiting Clinic doctor about your individual outcome potential. Ooh, ding, little. Ding, 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 ding. Oh, turn it up. <laughs> I do love this song. Always oh, damn. You know what? Leonard Skinner, some of the nicest band members you'd ever want to talk to. Yep. Nicest guys in the damn world. Other ones that are still alive. Not many. There are not many left. There's you say no that about pretty much every classic rock band at this point. Yeah, the ones who are alive are great. <laughs> you know what I really like about uh, Daniel's ready to go, isn't he? Uh huh. Daniel Stillman, how are you? I'm good. Thank well, you for having me, y'all. It's a pleasure to have you on. And what I really like is that I've been in radio now. This is my 50th year in radio, and I finally got a guy to call in and tell me how to design a conversation that matters. <laughs> I, I need all the help I can get, Daniel. Yeah. Well, that's, it's funny because I think there's like two responses somebody can have to that. One is like, well, what do I need you for? Like, I've been doing this my whole life. Uh, I have conversations all the time. And I'm like, cool, yeah, get on with your bad self. You know, live your best life. But it's, I think life is about being intentional and being an intentional performer, if you, if you will. And I think the best people think about it, think about what they do in some way, shape, or form. And radio is actually a great example. I had, uh, I interviewed... Uh, my friend Grant Random, who's on Sirius XM, I had him on my pod, on my podcast, which is kind of like amateur radio, to talk about how he interviews people. We sat around for an hour and a half and drank whiskey, and I pumped him for questions about how he designs his interviews, because you don't go in blind. Uh, either you read some stuff about the person, or you just have good skills, which means that you're intentional about the questions you yeah. ask. And, and so I, that that's really what it's about, is just looking at the material that we're working with. Daniel, I'll tell you, it was kind of a coincidence. It's more than a kind of a coincidence. It's a coincidence you're on today because I had to make a phone call back to the radio station for which I work, right? Mm-hmm. And I was telling uh, them uh, that they were doing something wrong and asked them to do it correctly. And uh, their response to that was they snapped at me. Mm. That is not a good thing to do to me, Daniel. Not a good thing at all. They well, could... I mean, it's, yeah, but you, you told them they were doing something wrong. Like, <laughs> you pre-snapped at them. Well, no, I, I just said, here's how you do it correctly. Yes. I have learned to say we instead of you. Like, don't say you did something wrong. See, we have a problem. I'm not saying we that. Did you did it. You did it. Sorry. <laughs> I know, but right. I've well, learned... And so this is... Sorry, I, I've, learned, I've learned just so you don't get the fleet, the, the flashback. That's true. It's the same yeah. way. It's People easier. It's just easier. Why do you think that works? Because you're not blaming someone. Yeah, yeah, it's inclusive. And, 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 and that's really, gets, gets and that's What I did, Daniels, I quoted uh, Christopher Walken <laughs> in the movie True Romance. I'll do some damage you won't walk away from. 
<laughs> that was the whole deal right there. So it's kind of good that you called today because how should I have done it? Look, I, I intended to call and just tell them, uh, this, this is not working out right. It's been you know several weeks now, and, and this is how you need to do it. And then they snapped at me. So how should yeah. I have handled that? Well, I don't want to should you. I don't want to should all over you at all. I like <laughs> ask about like. Thank you very much, what Daniel. Your, what your options are. Okay, good. And so I think it's what is it like? Um, Eula Bliss said, "If we can't talk about it, you can't think about it." And so, and you can't do something, but you, if you don't even know it's an option, like uh, Andy was just saying, like, "Hey, well, I try to make it a we thing. So how could you have made it more of a we thing, <laughs> right?" Uh, this is this is the core, one of the core ideas. This is it about making conversations invitational. Right? Everybody's a free person. Uh, this is still America. I still woke up in America, as far as I know, and the strange time it is in America. And in the world, people are truly free. You can't make somebody do something. Right. Uh, so there's this fundamental truth that um, force does rarely gets you what you want out of somebody. And so with that fundamental acknowledgement that they can do whatever they want and you can do whatever you want, that's why flies and honey are, are better matches than vinegar. And so the question, you know, it's always a good question to ask yourself, well, how could I have come with an open hand instead of a closed fist? Which is one of my mother's old favorite sayings. One of my favorite sayings, again, is I'll do some damage in one way. Anyway, yeah, Daniel. Right. Daniel, and that's one way to design your conversations. My friend Carl has a ring that says, let the bridges I burn light my way. <laughs> that is like, so we all live by certain motto, mm. right? That is like, we have... Uh, installed somewhere in ourselves an operating system and you know some people who react uh, to the slightest slight and some people who don't notice anything you're like don't you know they're just walking all over you yeah neither of those are really there's a if that's the spectrum the truth is always someplace in the middle Daniel, so, oh god i'm sorry go no no it's I was going to say I was going to give you a compliment actually and say that you okay. actually you actually did tip your hand on one thing um, very few people would have said like you said Daniel well as Andy told me you remember everyone's name don't you uh, I you know I'm, I'm on my best behavior here and it was a guess because there are two male two male voices and they're 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 a little bit similar, but it's there's actually yeah. three. There are actually three. There are three guys here, <laughs> but true. And my daughter's here too, but she's she's busy uh, looking at pictures she's, on her phone. She's playing yeah, I'm Farmville. At, I'm doing neither and, of those You know, things, even though actually. I say we, I don't mean it. I just do it. You just do it. So yeah. I don't get kicked back. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, <laughs> you get, otherwise, you get people just going against you. So I just say, you know what? We screwed this up, even though I mean you screwed this up. Right. I'll say but we it, screwed this up yeah. because you don't get the kickback. You can get away with that, mm -hmm. like unless somebody's truly emotionally intuitive, and they're like, "Andy, you don't really mean we. You mean me, don't you? Like, how are we? How might we yeah. fix this?" I, I learned that. that running, I learned that running a business. Then I, I start. I remember I, I had this kid. He's from actually from Puerto Rico, and I yelled at him, and he, he was a great worker. And after I yelled at him, said you screwed this up, and then he didn't be, he became a not a, such a good worker <laughs> because he didn't feel like he you know wasn't was appreciated. Yeah. And I apologized to him and all, and then any time after that, I always said we yeah. we got a problem here, and we need to fix this. Well, and and it works. It does work. What do you think yeah. is better, Daniel, to say we or to just say this happened? You know, don't assign any blame to anyone at all. Yeah, maybe. 
Well, there's a there's a third option. There's always more options. Yes. I think it's it's important to own our own feelings. Mm. I believe that to be true. You can walk in and say, "Guys, I'm kind of upset." Right. right? I'm I'm upset, and they're like, "Oh, you're upset? Okay. Well, what are you upset?" I'm like, "Well, you know, this didn't really go the way I wanted it to. I thought we had agreed on this, uh, but it looks like we did this. Like, can you tell me about what happened?" Daniel, I will tell you one thing. I've been told recently, I didn't know this till about a year ago, but apparently when I walk into a room upset, everybody can tell by looking at me, <laughs> yeah. which I never knew before. Well, your skin color changes a little bit. It does, absolutely. <laughs> it absolutely does. But it, I love conversation. First of all, what we're doing right now, I love this. That's why I got into radio. I do a yeah. morning show. I do a podcast. I literally talk seven and a half hours a day. And it's a lot of talking, but I love talking to people. I love learning from talking to people. Uh, and if it helps somebody out in the long run, I'm very happy about that. You know what's interesting about this? Like what you're sparking in me is there's some there's some interesting statistics. Like people do talk all day. It is what we do. Our yeah, lives yep. are made out of conversations. And if you were to count it all up, um, there's a lot of words, tens of thousands of words. There the thing are. that's actually kind of shocking if you do the research a lot of people feel like their conversations are meaningful. You know, we have meetings, like, you know, if you go into a business meeting like the one you're talking about, a lot of people will say that most of their meetings are ineffective. Yeah. And if you add up all of that time and all of that money, it's billions of dollars that we're wasting. No one I the, know that, thinks that meetings have any real value. Right. But here's the thing. There's a real cost to not being good at this. And... More than that, um, there's a statistic. I interviewed uh, somebody recently on my show uh, who wrote a book called The Power of Ritual. It's a beautiful book. And in his book, he talks about this statistic. They, they interviewed Americans in the 80s and then again in like the early 2000s about how many people they felt they had in their lives that they could uh, really talk to about a real important issue that they had to, to unpack in their lives. And in the 80s, people said they had about three. And in the 2000s, people reported that they had about two. So it was like literally America lost a whole friend. Yeah. Like, can you imagine in your, I mean, and count it up in your life. Like how many people do you talk during that whole day with? And how many of those people can you actually say, Hey, I'm hurting on the inside or like, there's a big problem that I need to work on. Like it's, it's hard. And so we need the, 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 the stakes are high, man. Like this is our lives. We're talking about. I don't have any desire to talk to people about that kind of stuff though. <laughs> She was great. Like, I'm good with myself. (laughs) Well, and having conversations with yourself is non trivial, right? Like, not a lot of people are willing to do it. And introverts are different than extroverts. That's also true. Yeah. I, I think so. Different. I don't know. I'm an extrovert, but I, I don't talk to people about my personal problems. Well, you can, be, you can be introverted in the way you process things, too. You can, you don't have to always be verbalizing. Like, I need to sometimes sort out exactly how I'm feeling before I want to talk to anybody. You're, yeah. an, inter, you're an internal yeah. processor. Yeah, exactly. We do. Uh, Daniel, do you have a few more minutes? Of course I do. Oh, do yeah. get, okay, we're going to take a very quick break, and I'd love to have you come back for the next segment because we're just getting into some great stuff here. Yeah. Okay, we'll be right back more with Daniel Stillman. The book is called Good Talk, How to Design Conversations That Matter. Be right back with Daniel. 
Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Saber and Bryant, whatever it takes. Northern Metal Fab right off the interstate in Baldwin, Wisconsin is a custom job shop specializing in large-scale projects. Northern Metal Fab is now hiring for all positions, including welders, painters, and inspectors to provide quality craftsmanship to their customers. Northern Metal Fab is growing, and their growth is your opportunity. Northern Metal Fab offers competitive pay, excellent benefits, and more. Apply online today at nmfinc.com. That's nmfinc.com. Northern Metal Fab is the equal opportunity employer. Yeah, we have a lot of a lot of songs that fade in. Yeah. Well, that was back in the era when every track was, you know, you put the record on and then it slowly built up and then you yeah, was, remember it when was you all an experience. Yeah, when I used to run a board and you used to have vinyl, you used to be able to like meld them together yeah, for a little true. while. You can't do it's all true. that stuff anymore. So Daniel, for this segment, I'd like to open with a, a true story. I don't know where the guy got the line, but it's very funny. When I was about 16 years old, I was a sophomore at North High School in Minneapolis, and one of the seniors, who was a pretty big guy actually, said, I don't know, he said something, and it made me a little angry. So I said, you know, I was got a little mouthy with the guy, maybe even in a threatening way. No. And he said to me, this guy is like two, three years older than me, and he said to me, how old are you not counting tomorrow? <laughs> <laughs> So I don't know where he got it, but it was a great line. Good line. Daniel Silman, our guest, uh, good talk, how to design conversations that matter. I think we need this now more than ever, Daniel. That's another great reason for having you on. We need conversations that matter. That's really interesting because yeah. I just was talking to a friend of mine this morning about how reactionary we all are now, and I do yeah. think oh, that's God, because yeah. of social media. There's well, no, social media There's is, no real thought yeah. processes going right. on ever. It's like, this happened, so oh my God, we have to do this right now. Yeah. It's like nobody ever yeah, like, takes a minute. It's like the guy condemn every somebody in Absolutely. a second like the truck driver the they truck condemned driver. him these the terrorists the and you know what the guy's right just away. a poor innocent truck driver who literally they caught him on film he went by after they put the barricades up mm-hmm. and they were going to kill him Absolutely. they were literally going to kill there him there was a guy with a gun at his head and he was an innocent just an innocent truck driver but just, the news media said of course that, yeah that he was intentionally trying to mow down protesters people love to demonize yes, because they do. Yeah, why are we so reactionary and why can't we take a minute to put any thought into anything anymore well luckily somebody did save his life yes <laughs> somebody have an answer to that i wish they yeah did. for real it's a really interesting question i think we were we, we regard speed as one of the primary values yeah of, of the moment mm-hmm. and um, there's a, a great post I saw recently about uh, Amazon. It was a picture of a whiteboard of how you're supposed to speak at Amazon. And you might, you might look at that or hear about that and think, like, God, that's totalitarian and repressive. But what it actually was was talking about what ways of speech are okay and which ones aren't. And, and when somebody asks you a question at Amazon, the acceptable responses are yes, no, 
or I don't know, and I'll get back to you with a number. And, and I think it was like, yes, with a number. And somebody's like, oh, will that work? You're like, yes, it will work this much. Or, mm. no, it won't work. Or, I don't know, and I will get, I will get real information for you soon. We are expected to have an immediate response. And I was just reading about um, uh, the Canada, Canada's uh, Prime Minister. I almost called it Canadian, which is super embarrassing. Canadian, uh, sure. <laughs> Justin Trudeau was asked about uh, some of the stuff that's going on in our country, and he paused for about uh, at least 15 seconds. Now, the longer somebody pauses, that's information for us. When somebody hesitates, we start reading into it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know you what? Do, yeah. And, and it's do. real, that's data, it's conversational analysis. If I say, how are you doing? You're like, great, 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 great. Like, there's no gap. That means you're yeah. excited to see me. But like, how are you doing? You're like, fine. <laughs> how are you really? <laughs> Not cool. fine. Yeah. Right? And so when Justin Trudeau is like, look, let me get back to you with a better response. Um, I don't want to answer right, that right now. Can I, can I uh, get you a better response tomorrow? People were like, oh, he's hiding something. Mm-hmm. Instead of, wow, I respect that he wants to say something really, really well thought out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, people read into such small... I mean, I'm sure everyone here has seen these phenomenons where people are like, oh, have you seen how politician X moved his pinky finger 15 degrees to the north? <laughs> that means he's, you know, signaling the Martians to come. Yeah, exactly. Everybody reads everything into... Nobody just takes... Everything but has these to have are meaning. survival... These yeah. are survival skills. It's true. Being yeah. able to read somebody and being able to interpret what they're thinking is a survival skill. Unfortunately, the survival skills that served us for the last 40,000 years yeah. of being modern humans do not serve us anymore, right? We, we like to, you know, if, I don't know about you all, but when I have ice cream in my house, I'm going to eat all of the ice cream as soon as <laughs> possible. I love ice cream. Right? Ice cream is delicious. Same thing with, like, nuts, crackers, like anything delicious. When we've got it, we eat all of it. Because there is just this evolutionary imperative to, like, you know, take it with us. Yeah. And we're, we've got to learn better skills. It's, I mean, being patient, slowing down, being more respectful, yeah. and, you know, platinum ruling as much as we can. But it's hard. It's hard because we are hardwired the other way. Well, and I, I mean, I really do think it has something to do with the event of the cell phone um, because it's the same thing. It's like, oh, you didn't text me back. Is something wrong? That's true. <laughs> it's like, yes. you just asked me if I was going to go to the grocery store today. I didn't think I had to like immediately tell you, yes, yes, I well, am. Can, oh I, can, I pu- can I push <laughs> back on that? Yeah. Can I push back on that? Sure. Because I no. think the um, <laughs> same thing used to happen with email, right? We oh, feel yeah. like we have to be extremely responsible. Mm-hmm. And I think if you go even further back from that, when you send somebody a letter, remember those days, you sent somebody a letter and you're like, they haven't responded to my last two letters. The, the CAD, that, 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 that scoundrel, right? We <laughs> yeah, have but... new ways to converse, and the speed built into them has made us uh, expect more speed in return. Right. It's like buying a helicopter. But it... It's just a... The negative feedback. I actually just sent somebody a handwritten letter. Somebody I didn't know. He was eighty. Was eighty. He's going to supposed to be eighty years old. He actually passed away. But his daughter recalled me because I put my number in the letter, and I was trying to find out some history on something. And she called me and talked to me for two hours about her father and about history that I was trying to find out. At least when you 
sent a letter, you had the you had the expectation that you would have at least three days yeah. before somebody was, would yeah. get it. It was a month before she returned yeah, my call. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. You know, but no. but she still returned my. She still called me, which is pretty amazing. Her stranger to call somebody, a stranger that is, that is very from a letter, interesting. Asking about her father who's dead. And she called and talked to me for two hours. Yeah, I, I wouldn't have. <laughs> That's really Who the nice hell are you? That's really nice. But, I knew, but I knew facts about want? but I knew facts about her father that no one would know. Oh, okay. So she Is this like a famous guy? No, or? no, not a famous at all. He he was a he was from uh, Massachusetts and he raced a two fifty Benelli in the uh, in the Canadian Grand Prix, oh, which is yeah. almost impossible wow. to get into a GP race. This was in 1966, and mm. I found his name in a registry, and we're looking for that particular motorcycle. So I f- wrote him a letter because he's not he's not on social media or anywhere on the internet. So I found lucky his devil. address yeah, through Ancestry, guy. found his address through Ancestry, and sent a letter to the address. Jeez. Crazy. Are you a motorcycle fanatic? <laughs> I am. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. A little bit. <laughs> A little wow, bit. That's cool. I, I have my, my friend uh, Alex Gerard. As far as I know, he's not on social media. He doesn't have Facebook. I don't think he, he has Twitter. He used to have. He used to, he have used Facebook, to but he deleted it. Think he, yeah. yeah. I know a lot of people who are, have nothing. A lot yeah. of people are deleting a lot of things. I think I they're stopped. realizing what a toxic environment I've it is. I've stopped using yep. Facebook a lot. I mean, I still post on there sometimes, but I took it off my phone and I just have it on my iPad now, so yeah. it's much more. I like have to be intentional about yep. checking. Yeah. It. Instagram is the least toxic. Because it's just pictures. Yeah, I agree. Hey, Tom, can I ask? Can I ask you a question? This is fascinating. Yes, yeah, sir. Like I'm, I'm, I'm at your dining room table, but y'all are y'all are in the same location? Or yeah, we're on the same yes. table. Yep. Four of us okay, are related. It's fascinating. It's, it's me, yeah. my wife, our son, and our daughter. And then you and Nick. your wife aren't related, actually. Strangely, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> 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 Hopefully, <laughs> Hopefully, you're not. Well, I don't mean related. I, mean, I just yeah, no, you're no, right. Never mind. <laughs> Never mind. Boy, Daniel, look at the time. <laughs> look at the time. We've got to go. It's just interesting because, you know, like I'm a conversation guy, and it is so interesting. When I started doing podcasts, when I, I started off editing my own, my own material, there's this graph of the conversation. Uh, it's so interesting that your family conversations are recorded and archived. Yeah. Like, have you yep. learned anything from... From have you listened to the old episodes, or, or do you notice your dialogue any differently because you have so much material? I actually do listen to the, this podcast, and I don't know; these guys probably don't. Um, <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm guaranteed they don't. But I do, I'm here for it. So. But I do know the dynamic is different on Wednesday when I'm here. Um, yeah, every day is. of the week, it's the dynamic it's is definitely different. different. Yeah, it's it different. I think it's more, so? I think it's more live, a little bit more lively, and uh, more smart ass. I think not from me, Blind from everyone else. I think right. I think I think it lightens up the mood a little bit, just because I'm oh, the whole family. Kind here. of a silly guy. No, when, on Wednesday when I'm here. Oh Jesus! I do. More me I think, now. I think no, it's not about me. I think Catherine's a little bit more smart assy when I'm here, <laughs> because she's. I think she feels comfortable doing that. Huh? Yeah. It depends on who's here. Was that agreement? Was that a set? I couldn't tell. That was right. yeah. I was like, yeah. I don't know. I'm trying to think. I'm, uh, Tevin would call me a smart ass. No, but I think uh, you're more I comfortable. Def- I definitely smart ass Tevin. I think, you're, yeah. I think you're comfortable being a smart ass around me. Yeah. To everybody. You haven't been around her much, have you? <laughs> Daniel Stillman, you got to come back more often. We gotta, we've got we learned a lot from you already in just two segments. you got to come back more often. 
It's my pleasure. I love talking about talk. Good talk, how to design <laughs> conversations that matter. I think we need conversations that matter now more than ever. So a great topic, great book. Daniel, we'll talk soon, sir. Thanks. Thanks for inviting me to your family table. It's been nice hanging out with you all. Thank you, sir. We'll be back. Hour two.